Is this insight into the palace's ugly breakup? I think so. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Duchess and Guy, a rescue to royalty puppy love story by Nancy Furstinger, illustrated by Julia Berachiatu, published by Huffington Mifflin Harcourt. This is not a celebrity book review because Meghan Merkel didn't actually write this book herself, but it sure as hell seems like she did because the book is so extremely one-sided. The Duchess and Guy is a pompous, rambling mess. It is written through the eyes of Meghan Merkel's dog named Guy. The book documents how Guy got acclimated to palace life. This novel tries to make Meghan Merkel look like an angel sent from God and make the queen look like a cold-hearted bitch. In reality, it's reversed. But does this book give some insight into what was happening behind the palace doors and what the queen had to deal with? I believe it does. Let's dive in. This fairy tale begins on Guy in a cage at an animal shelter, begging for a family to take him home. No one would take him until Megan took him in. And she already had another dog named Bogart. Guy is super excited that Megan chose him and claims he feels lucky. Really? If that was me, I'd be begging to be put back into my cage as quickly as possible. Right after you see a picture of Guy and Megan loving on each other, on the very next page you see Megan and Harry staring into one another's eyes, and the two look like they couldn't give a shit about Guy. The book claims the two of them fell in love and Guy gave his approval. I wonder why he approved. Could it be that Guy knew Harry was a rich person with a lot of pull that both he and Megan could take advantage of? Maybe, because soon after Megan tells Guy they are moving to England into Buckingham Palace, and the next thing you see is a bunch of Guy's thoughts, like him laying in all the bones he could ever want, then on a royal throne wearing a crown, last being waited on, being given everything he wants. Could it be that these aren't Guy's real thoughts? That these are Megan's thoughts? and Guy is just being used as a vehicle for them. They get to the palace, and Guy fucks up his entrance with the queen, because he put too much pressure on himself. And the picture portrays the queen as not approving. Was this really Guy's entrance, or was it Megan's? Do we really think the queen cared? This whole book is starting to feel like Megan's projections. Well, Guy raises hell creating a bunch of messes, and has a hard time fitting in. Because of this, the book states, I quote, he wasn't prim and proper like the royal family, end quote. Yeah, Guy is definitely Megan. The book then states, I quote, He and Bogart used to stir up all kinds of mischief back home, end quote. That's when you as the reader is like, that's right, there was a second dog. What the hell happened to him? I'll spoil the ending for you. Turns out Megan isn't an angel after all. Bogart couldn't make the trip so she ditched him with another family in Canada. She could care less about her dogs, and it really shows in this book, and how Guy just runs wild. Moving on, Guy judges the Queen's dorgies, and claims they are bossy. The book never gives the dorgies a say, it's just Guy's word, with no rebuttal. Later, someone lets Guy serve tea to the Queen. I wonder who set that one up. He accidentally drags everything off the table, and breaks everything, including the fine china. And the picture depicts the queen looking pissed off at Megan. So again, the queen is being portrayed in a poor way. 
when the queen was probably just trying to be supportive. Has Megan ever heard of laying low and being polite? Megan gives Guy a pep talk after the incident, but it's clearly her just talking to herself, and she should be telling him to be gracious about everything that's happening to him, and eventually he'll figure out how to fit in. Well, Guy starts being himself, and everything starts looking up. Except little did he know he was going to be out of there and living in L.A. a year later. The book starts to wrap up when Guy spots the queen looking sad. I quote, The queen still made Guy nervous. End quote. So again, admitting, it's not the queen. It's Megan's own insecurities. Sorry, guys. The book tries to say the queen was so mean because she was missing her dog. And Guy finally got a chance to fill that void. Or could it be that she was frustrated because she was trying to do everything she could to make Megan feel comfortable and fit in with the traditions? And all Megan did was project on her and not make any effort at all. The book ends on Megan and Harry getting married and says, I quote, And together they lived happily ever after. Ha 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 that's a good one. Together they tried to drag down the royal family and slander them, then take what was given to them and use their titles to profit. And then they moved to America and chastised Americans. I wouldn't call that happily ever after. I would call that burning it down with narcissism. The book does give Guy's real rescue story on the last pages and tells you how you can adopt a pet. Do we know if Guy is still with Megan, or did she dump him on another family too? This book sucked. It was an incoherent, wordy mess that was entirely too long. I would say the pictures were okay, except for the way they portrayed the queen. The moral of adopting a pet is a good one, but it's completely lost with all the libel of the royal family. It's also lost because they threw in a second moral about being yourself for no reason, which no one is saying not to do, but you can respect your in-laws' traditions, considering they gave you all that wealth. On to the rating. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 1. I'm turning my nose up at it and having none of it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.